Welcome to the Run Through the Endless Gray podcast. I'm your host, Espo. I am here on my own today. Uh, Ads and Brian haven't been on the show in a while. Uh, I hope they uh, have time to come back, but Ads has been doing his own thing. I know that he hasn't made an episode in a while, but he's trying to get something worked up for all of his fans. I want to give a shout out, a quick shout out to uh, the 1409 podcast. Uh, my, it's my brother KT. He is. Um, he. I met him while on deployment, and KT does a podcast with Guala Meets World, and it is a podcast that is basically around uh, entrepreneurs and business people. Uh, if you like this show, you might like his. Uh, it's a it's a little different tempo, uh, probably probably even a better show than mine. I gotta admit, he does a great show. I really enjoy listening to work. Um, whew, I am just exhausted. I feel eternally run down right now. This has been uh, this difficult couple of weeks of ups and downs. Um, fortunately. I got my raise at work, which is great. Uh, I think we're going to have to go to contract negotiations sometimes next year. Uh, I had a colonoscopy a few weeks ago, and that revealed that I had a polyp. You know, so that got checked and came back benign, which is good. Really happy to hear that news. Um, uh, My wife is pregnant, and... We've been, she's been a little stressed out over hearing all this news about the baby formula shortage. It has just been all over the TV and all over the the news. It really, it, it is really stressful to to listen to the news lately. I'm sure everybody knows it. Uh, the news about Ukraine seems to to die down, but it kind of jumps up here and there. Uh, We've been giving a lot of aid to Ukraine, which is making people mad. It seems like everything in the news and everything on um, TV is just is there to distract us or or make us angry or make us fight. Um, I've even lost a lot of friends on Facebook over uh, political issues, you know. Uh, you you try and provide some different perspectives and have good conversations, which is what we're supposed to do, and provide uh, new, new information to one another. And yet people don't want to hear it. They want to live in that little bubble. Um, I'm going to say there's a left and a right bubble because I've even said some things like, I consider myself fairly left, and I'll have conversations with leftists. And it makes them mad because, you know, what I'm saying is too towards the center or even helps, uh, you know, the right, the, the uh, people on the right. It's just I try to use the best information that I have and and help talk with other people to learn new things. And, uh, you know, because I, I don't have everything right. I'm not perfect. I I don't have all the information, and it was just like yesterday. Uh, I, you know, somebody 
posted some on Facebook, and I don't want to get too controversial, so I don't want to, I don't want to uh, mention specifically what it was about. But I chimed in and and gave a couple of good points, and then uh, people are jumping all over my posts and and uh, calling me a liar and stuff like that, and it's just yeah, they don't want to hear the truth, uh, especially when I back things up with specific websites and and are credible websites too it's not just a youtube video like some people like the quote these are credible websites and credit credible financial journals that i quote and it's but it's why i feel the way i feel about things is because i go and i have these trusted sources and someone else might have trusted sources so you know, when, when someone gives out specific information, especially when it's so specific, I ask for, for sources because I might not have the same sources that you do. And then uh, people's uh, all too often will respond, well, do your own research. It's like, no, this is what discussions are about. You put this out on public forum or so on and so forth, uh, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, or TikTok, or, or whatever, because, you know, these fun platforms that were made for fun, often get way political in nature now. Everybody wants to voice their opinion. And we should have a right to free speech. Um, More recently, I'm sure everyone's heard about, uh, you know, um, Elon Musk taking over Twitter. I personally think that's a good thing. But one of the first things he mentions is laying people off. Now I'm pro-labor, so uh, of course I go and I'm posting like, hey, uh, you, you know, it's it's one thing for for the shareholders and, and stuff like that to be, may, maybe be um, considered if he wants to take the company in different directions. But the coders and stuff, these, these guys are just normal people. You're going to throw them out to a hostile work environment right now where... People claim to be hiring, but then they're not hiring. Or uh, from the company's point of view, their uh, the company's point of view is no one wants to work, or no one has the skills that they need to work. You know, so it, I think that him acquiring Twitter is great. I think he's going to make some good changes for it, as he did within his own businesses, but. You know, there's the, the one thing, one particular thing I don't agree with. And then somebody all of a sudden calls me anti-capitalist or anything like that. And it has nothing to do with that at all. Um, anyway, that kind of rant is... Uh, I can get off, off of that rant there for a little bit. Um, I'll take a, a few minutes. I'll get my head straight. And then when I come back, I want to talk about the uh, car accident I was involved in uh, around Easter time. All right, and uh, I'll be back in a few minutes. Welcome back to the show. Um, 
so before I went and took my little break, I was just mentioning that uh, I was recently in a, in a car accident. So if anyone's familiar with uh, Philadelphia and the Ben Salem area, I was headed on Woodhaven Road uh, towards the Home Depot at Bristol. So I'm leaving the Philadelphia area, and just as you get in Ben Salem, there's like a cattle chute. And this cattle chute is constantly riddled with potholes, and they get they are huge. They are massive uh, potholes. You can really do some damage to your car. I was under the impression that they recently filled them in, but I guess that I was kind of wrong. Um, so what happened was I was uh, headed down that road, and the road is 55 miles an hour. But as you come off the light and you come down the on-ramp and then through the cattle chute, I got up to highway speed. So I was roughly doing about uh, 45, 50 miles an hour. The person in front of me, I expected to drive normally through the cattle chute. And he did not. He came to an absolute complete stop, at which time I had already reached highway speed and I did not have enough time to stop. So unfortunately, this is going to be my fault. I was the one who rear-ended him. I did a uh, a lot of damage to his car. He has already gotten a uh, new car. The insurance company totaled him out and he got himself a nice new car. Now, through the process, I kept in touch with the guy. Um, it was the day before Easter. I called him on Easter to make sure he wasn't feeling sore. He said he was fine. Uh, so this this is great news. I'm really, really happy for the guy. Um, he had Nationwide Insurance, and my, a friend of mine's wife actually works for Nationwide. The funny part is uh, she mentioned to my friend that uh, she was the one handling the claim, and the guy actually called up and was saying how nice I was to him and stuff like that. So uh, I, I feel really good about that, you know. Uh, there's no reason to get angry over these little accidents that happen, um, especially, you know, this is, uh, by the insurance standards, this is m my fault. And uh, I personally put a lot of partially blame on the township because they never maintain this road and it's just a nightmare down there um but i should have been paying a little more attention to to see that he was stopping um anyway my truck is still drivable i've been driving it for a month it has a whole dented up front end um it's it's ugly looking but i can't get it in to be seen for another like two weeks and this this happened at easter so this is you know by the time this gets in to be fixed it's already going to be over a month uh they also mentioned that if since my bumper is into the frame um i might actually have a total been totaled out because the salvage values right now are just uh bottomed out and hopefully i can keep my truck i would love to keep it um, but in the event that they don't, I'm going to have to go car shopping. So, uh, hopefully I find something good, uh, but, you know, I just wanted to, to share with this story because of how I learned later that the guy was, um, talking to his insurance agent, which happened to be my friend's wife. And he was, he was saying, 
hey, like, this guy's a really good guy and stuff like that. Um, life doesn't always have to be something you're getting mad at. And bad situations have all, happen all the time. So, you know, if you just take life, you know, one moment at a time and you, you keep your composure and, and stay calm, uh, I believe good things will come your way. And I, th I think that uh, hopefully my truck will be just fine. I can get a new front end for, for it and everything will work itself out. And if not, I just have to do what I have to do to get a new vehicle. Um, again, with my wife being pregnant, it just made things a little uh, stressful at the time because I may have to take on a new car note, but we'll see. We'll see where this goes. Um I actually entered to win a nice Jeep Gladiator Rubicon, uh, and that would be cool if I win it. But I'm not gonna put my uh, I'm not gonna put all my eggs in one basket and, and think that I'm gonna luck out and win this this new vehicle. But um, I would love to win it. It looks it looks beautiful. It's floating around like Facebook and. Um, stuff like that to enter for chances to win. So I just, I throw a chance and just see where it goes and we'll see what happens. Um, with that being said, uh, I think I got my point across as far as this accident is, uh, done, you know, it's just no matter what's going wrong in life, if you compose yourself and, and keep yourself calm, things will work themselves out. So I think right now I'll take another break and I'll be back with you guys soon. So, welcome back to the show. Um, I just took a, a quick little break here. And I just want to come back to it with a little more positive news. Uh, for If you've been listening to the show... For a little while now you know that I'm a Freemason and that um, I went through the Blue Lodge in 2016 and got myself started with the Scottish Rite back in October of 2020 and now I'm taking the York Rite degrees. Uh, since my wife is pregnant and we have a daughter due in July I want to take some time off there but I already had a member of my lodge approach me about joining the commandery. Um, I think I'm going to take a while and, you know, get things a little more uh, on point before going to commandery, uh, get things situated with the baby, take care of the house and the new nursery that we're, we're going to be switching our oldest daughter into our two-year-old's room and then the two-year-old into the oldest daughter's room because it's a little larger. So that way we can have both babies in there at the same time. Or, well, you know, a toddler and a baby at the same time. And and then uh, Peyton will still have her own room. My oldest daughter's name is Peyton. Um, uh, again, I kind of lost my train of thought there. But, uh, yeah, so I finished my Holy Royal Arch degree uh, this month, earlier in May. And... I think we have like a little ceremony going on in June, so so that'll be, I guess, when they um, give me whatever they need to give me or whatever. Uh, I'm not really sure. I, I keep myself so in the dark with these degrees, and 
uh, with the ceremonies and stuff like that that they perform because I want to get a full feel for a new member, you know. So uh, I I really love these uh, uh, Freemasonry. I really I really love these degrees. I love the the allegories that are involved in them and the stories and life lessons and and really what you can learn. I think I think it's so great. Uh, I think it really helps enrich our lives. It's it's almost like um, you know when uh, th- think about it as when you need some spiritual guidance uh that that's the kind of the way i look at it uh whenever life seems just that little bit more tough i can take one of the lessons from you know maybe my bible or uh something that's been taught throughout these degrees and it can seem to switch my life back on track and you know with political environment right now uh, with with how work has been uh, right now work is booming but that can be very stressful on you know a construction worker who's uh, physically and mentally tired at, at times and and that's really what's going on uh, with me right now is I've just been I've been working so hard at work really pushing this job forward and you know, when the GC comes down with changes, when you just finished framing the whole floor or something like that, now you got to go back and rip what you put up down and everything like that. It's it's just physically taxing and it's, it's, uh, it takes a little toll on you. And then, you know, that physically and mental tiredness effect seems to affect every other piece of your life at times. So, um, I really try to keep my head in the game and you know i i know that uh uh those type of life lessons and and um stuff that masonry and my religion teach me is what i can uh uh lean on now masonry itself isn't a religion so i don't want anyone listening to this uh to mistake that i'm saying it's a religion it's not a religion but what it does is it uh, masonry itself takes your religion and uh, whatever faith you are. I could be Christian and have a, a Muslim next to me and, and have a Buddhist next to them and a Norse pagan next to them. doesn't matter what religion you are. We are a lodge of all faiths. And, but it, it takes the key points of all those religions and it... it puts it into perspective and says, uh, and helps you apply it to life. So, uh, you know, if I'm having a very stressful day, I can take one of the lessons there from whatever, whatever, uh, I need to take it from and, and get myself back on track. And that's really why I like what's going on with, uh, the Freemasonry and stuff. And, um, I really just think that this is the best path, best path, path that I'm on. So another positive thing that's going on right now is work is just booming. There doesn't seem to be enough work for the amount of people we have right now. And that's a good thing. Uh, we're taking on new apprentices, which is always good. Uh, it gives it, When I take on a new apprentice, this is my opportunity to refine the skills that I have 
um, from when I was an apprentice and when I learned everything. So uh, it it takes me and it makes me a better carpenter because I may have saw something once 16 years ago and now I take it for, for granted because uh, 16 years ago was when I got in a union and I might take those things for granted that I know how to do these things. I know how to um, frame a wall in a specific way to to make sure that the door will fit in properly or or that uh, it will structurally hold certain things and stuff like that. But the apprentice, I mean, you know, they might not know that. So when I teach it to the apprentice, I've got to get back down to basics and. I think that's really important for every carpenter to do is uh, is get back down to the basics every once in a while because if we take something for granted, we can start overlooking things. So when we get new new apprentices in, this is our time to really sharpen those tools and maintain our mind within our career. And I think that is a uh, a great thing for us right now. Work is booming, which means there's money to be had out there for our families and take care of our families um we just got a new contract we updated our uh medical insurance as far as our vision and dental um which you know anytime you put your family's health first that's a positive thing to me and and uh, the fact that we can collectively bargain and make sure that our health insurance constantly improves is uh is one reason I love the union so much and why I will advocate for the union 100%. That's why I became an officer in the union so I can help my members get uh yearly raises, get better health insurance, um get more coverage and work with the contractors because this is a give and take. The more money we make the contractors the more money we're going to make ourselves and that's just kind of how it's been uh since the union was formed so this is a great thing these are uh great positive steps forward for us in philadelphia and i can only imagine that it's happening for the carpenters all around the country as well so feel a little out of breath after that little rant I'm sitting here uh, drinking one of these monster nitros because uh, I, like I said, I've been feeling very tired lately um, with my daughter seems to wake up uh, once or twice during the night on a regular basis. So between her getting up once or twice, then me going to work, uh, I take training, so I got to be on train a little earlier. Um, you typically out of the house at 5 a.m. And then I'm getting home, uh, you know, after an eight-hour workday, I'm getting home by like 4 or 4.30. So it almost turns itself into an 11 and a half to 12-hour day. And, um, you know, it's just, that can be rough. That can be physically taxing. Uh, but I just kind of rely on, caffeine push through the day is probably not the best way to push myself forward um 
you know, just I, I also try to make sure I eat a lot of fruit and and uh, vegetables when I can to boost my energy up. And uh, I'm not a nutritionist, so I'm not I'm probably not great at it. I'm probably not even doing it right, but I do the best I can. Um, and I'm sure that everybody else out there is doing the same, doing the best they can, trying to just trying to get day by day and make sure that we're taking care of our families correctly. Um, you know, with that, I'm going to take another break and then I'll come back with the overall conclusion of the show. Hey everybody, welcome back. Um, so this is going to be the last segment of the show and uh, I just wanted to end it by saying I want to thank all my listeners uh, around the world. Uh, every time I look at my analytics on, on here on the uh, Anchor app, I seem to see a new country. I seem to see the dynamics starting to grow. Uh, I see that I have more uh, male or more female listeners, you know, so I'm very appreciative for everybody who sticks with this show and and listens and thinks that it's a good show. Uh, I probably uh, provide some content that a lot of people are relating to. I'm I'm a simple person. Um, I don't make any money from this show. You, You know, it's not like I'm a rich person at all. I just work hard and I try to provide good content for you guys that can be relatable and might help you guys through your day or through something that you feel you need to get through. Um, Because within this life, we're, you know, there's a lot of classes of people, whether you're rich, middle class or poor, and I'm just a middle class person. Goes to work every day, busts my ass for my family, come comes home and tries to give my girls the best life I could possibly give them. And if you relate to that at all, uh, that's awesome. That's exactly why I'm doing this show. It's to let out a little bit of steam. It's to get my thoughts out of my head that are stressing me out. And, you know, possibly help someone through the day. Uh, I really appreciate everybody who listens, no matter where you're from, uh, no matter who you are, thank you. And with that, I'll just be ending the show. I hope everyone has a great rest of their weekend and a great start to the upcoming work week. Take care, everybody.